How many of you are expecting great things for next year, yeah? Expecting great things. I love the song that we've just sung. In fact, all of them this morning, brilliant. This is my breakthrough. Now, God's the God of the breakthrough. This is my breakthrough. Now is my breakthrough. Then we sang about hope. Then we sang about the blessing and the favor of God. I didn't know that was on the song list today, and they didn't know what I was preaching today. And as I've been thinking about how to start 2022, you know how you start something is really important? How you start something, how you enter into a situation is really important. So as we start 2022, it's important to focus. It's important, you know, that we're aligned with what God wants us to be aligned with. And as I've been thinking about next year, we know it's a season of celebration. God's been really clear about that with me. There is so much to celebrate, amen? amen. Look at the good stuff that's going on. Lift your eyes up above the darkness. Too many people discussing the darkness instead of just shining the light. I'm so glad that when we read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, and it says about how in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth became without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Then God said, wow, it's dark out there. (laughs) Is that what he said? No. He didn't discuss the problem. He didn't discuss the void. He didn't discuss the darkness. He didn't comment on the chaos. He just said, light! And that's just huge for us to understand that. We sang prophesy the word of the Lord in my mouth to bring about the change. Not the report of the, of the world in my mouth. So I know what's going on. So many Christians know what's going on, but don't do anything about it. And yet as we pray and as we believe God, this is why to start the year in prayer is so vitally important. Don't, you know, come to February or March and catch up. Hasn't this year gone so quickly? I mean, it has flown by. Incredible. And as we set up for 2022, and I've been thinking about next year and what's happening and what God wants to to fulfill and where we need to go and what we need to do, I really felt that I heard from God um, over the last few days really, and it's built and built, that we are heading for a time of unprecedented blessing and favor. I'm going to say that again. We are heading for a time of unprecedented blessing and favor. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 12 if you've got your Bibles here. And I'm going to start by way of introduction today the series that I'm going to be starting. If you know, we always, I always. I'll be quite blunt, I always hear from God about a series that we're to do in the early part of a year. And I am thrilled this year. I mean, every year I'm excited because it's a word to me and it's a word to us. And we've done Elijah, Elisha, we've done, uh, we've done uh, King David, we've done, we've done Joshua, we've done all sorts of things over the last 25 years. And I was really thrilled when I... I I heard God really say to me, I want you to do a series on the life of Abraham. And I am thrilled about this because I I speak a lot about Abraham in our academy and and in other environments, but I can't remember the last time I've really talked about Abraham in Citygate Church. And so I'm excited about this. Anybody else? Yeah. So today I'm not overly going to sort of start the series, but I just want to say some things today. And I would encourage you to have your catchers out. 
to catch hold because today is not really just a load of information. Today is something to be caught in the Spirit, to set us up for the next year. So here we are in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. Now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to a land that I'm going to show you. And I will make you a great nation. And I will bless you, and I will make your name great. And you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, Abram, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. What a way for us to be introduced to Abram. We find out a little bit uh, about five, six, um, what's this, Genesis chapter 12. In Genesis chapter 11, the last five or six uh, verses there just tell us a little bit about Abram and his dad and his brother and what happened. And we'll, we'll cover it, it in far more detail in the series. But this is really our, our introduction to Abram. And God speaks right into the middle of Abraham's situation and says, Blessing! I'm going to bless you, and it's going to be for a reason that everybody else can get blessed. How many of you know we serve a blessing God? God is all about blessing. He's all about, all about blessing. The world's got a completely skewed and twisted view of God. They think he's all about cursing. They think he's all about giving you a smack. All about, I want to send you to hell. But actually, completely the opposite is true. Our God is all about blessing. He's a good God. And I know that we know that, but as we go into 2022... I absolutely believe that the enemy has wanted to steal and kill and destroy people's lives. But our job is to be a light in the darkness, a lamp on a lampstand, a city on a hill, and to do everything we can to lead people to Christ. You see, when God spoke to Abram, it was all about others. Amen? It was all about others. Now, we know here that it was about Abram. I'll make your name great. You shall be a blessing. I'll make you a great nation. I mean, it's you, you, you. I will bless you. Whoever blesses you, I'll bless them. Whoever curses you, I'll curse them. It's about you, Abram. And we need to understand that it is about us because God works with us in order to impact other people's lives. He doesn't want to work in spite of us. He wants to work with us and through us. So we're going to have a wonderful time in this series about Abram. And there's, there's just so many great things. Abram's got a covenant and Abram has the bread and wine and Abram meets um, the high priest and the order of Melchizedek and Abram tithed and Abram said, you know, that God was his shield and there's so many things there. And Abram, against all hope, he believed in hope and became the father of many nations and Abram walked by faith and Abram was blessed and so many things about Abram and Abraham when he had the name change that are absolutely vital to our Christian life because we are commanded to walk in the footsteps of the faith of our father Abraham. So I am so excited about this, but today I want to bring it all the way back from all the detail of Abram, and I just really want to talk about this. We are heading for unprecedented favor and blessing. Unprecedented. And I don't say that lightly. With God's blessing upon our life, we cannot lose. We cannot lose. We cannot be defeated with the blessing of God upon our life. Oh, man. You got your catchers out today. As we go into 2022, we cannot lose with the blessing of God. We cannot lose. 
The Bible says, and we know it from Deuteronomy chapter 28, the blessing and cursing chapters, that the blessing of God under the law produced the most amazing outcomes. Head and not the tail. At our second service here today, we got a baby dedication, two of them actually, and loads of guests, over 50 guests are going to be in this place, never been in church before. And we're going to believe God for salvations to sweep this place today. And, you know, as we pray over the kids, as we dedicate the kids, we know what we're going to pray. I pray the same thing every time, because it's the blessing of God. Head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. Everything you put your hand to will prosper. Your relationships blessed, your physical body blessed. Blessed, 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 blessed. Why? Because the word of the Lord in our mouth can bring about the change. There is power in blessing. Incredible power in blessing. Listen to this, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 6. Blessings are on the head of the righteous. <laughs> oh, come on, it's time to get happy in this place. Any righteous heads in this house? <laughs> what is righteousness? It's being right with God. It's not holiness. He didn't say that there is blessing on the head of the holy. Because that means it's performance driven. Hello? Blessings are on the head of the righteous, any righteous people in the house? Come on, that's all of us if we've received Jesus Christ as Lord of our lives. Any righteous people in the house today? Righteousness, not earned but imputed to us by the blood of Jesus Christ. He was made to be sin with my sin that I can be made righteous with his righteousness. I have a relationship with the Father, not because I've done anything about it. All I've done is receive Jesus as Lord. He did everything. And the Word of God says, blessings are on the head of the righteous. Well, if that's what the Word of God says, then I must be blessed. My head's blessed. I have got a very blessed head. Amen. It's so blessed. It's rubbed all the hair off it. It's so blessed. Chris is so blessed as well, aren't you, Chris? Yeah. God's hand, he's just like this all the time on me. Chris, another Chris. So much blessing. We used to sing a song, I'm so blessed, I just can't contain it. <laughs> Any blessed people here today? So blessed. You see, you see what religion will tell you is the blessings out there and you've got to go and get it. But what the Word of God tells me is the blessings not out there, it's right here. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I don't know if you heard me. I am blessed. I'm not just a little bit blessed. I'm completely blessed. I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings in their heavenly places. I'm blessed going in and I'm blessed coming out. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. My storehouse is blessed. My kneading bowl is blessed. Everything I put my hand to will prosper because I am blessed. I'm blessed. I'm a blessed man. Amen. Don't tell me I'm not blessed. Oh, Pastor Jay, I'm going to pray that you get blessed. No, don't pray that because I'm already blessed. <laughs> Listen to this. There is something upon you that will make you rise up above the darkness, above pain and torment, above the rat race, above failure, above abuse. You had it on you when you came in and it will be on you in increasing measures as you leave this place today. The blessing of Almighty God. 
causes you to rise. Causes you to excel. It empowers your life to prosper. The blessing of Almighty God. Psalm 3 verse 8 says this, Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. But it didn't end there. It says, Selah. Which means, think about that. (laughs) Don't water it down. Don't argue with it. Think on it. In fact, when it says Selah, it really means to talk to yourself about it. I'm blessed. Salvation belongs to God. But I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Melfi, you're blessed. Do you know everything you put your hand to will prosper? Yeah, that's great news, isn't it? Well, I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed coming out. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. I live halfway between those two things. About five minutes out, I'm in the country. Five minutes in, and I'm I'm in the city. I'm blessed wherever I go. I'm a blessed man. That's what Selah means, blessed. That means I can only succeed. I cannot fail. I cannot fail to win. I cannot fail to excel or succeed because blessing is upon the head of the righteous. And it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. Therefore, I am blessed because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And if I'm blessed, well, that's the same type of blessing that Abram got. And God said, when I bless you, you'll be great. Your name will be great. And whatever you do is going to prosper. And anyone who blesses you, they're going to get blessed. And if anyone tries to stand against you, no one is going to succeed as your enemy. Amen. That's what Selah is all about. You start to think about it. You start to talk to yourself about it. Your blessing is upon your people. Any blessed people here today? (laughs) Now, we love to bless. Don't you love to bless? Don't you love to bless other people? We're heading into a Christmas season, and I can't wait. I'm going to be wrapping some presents. Are they stuck? They're not stuck. Good. I'm going to be wrapping some presents. and I'm sure I'm going to get some stuff. But how many of you know when you grow up, when you grow up, it's not about what you get. Amen? It really isn't. Even though we really appreciate it. And that's not saying that we don't want it or that we don't like it. But it's actually when you give the box to somebody else. And you go, (laughs) happy Christmas. And that beaming face beams back. It's an empty box. That beaming face beams back at you. And it's like, they have no idea what's in there. And they rip it open, or it's the kids, and they rip it open, and they're so excited. Something happens as we bless. We love to bless. We love to bless, to be a blessing. Well, if that's how you and I feel when we bless, how do you think God feels when he blesses? He loves the look on his kids' faces. He loves to show off his goodness upon your life. He loves it when he does something completely extravagant for your life. Because he just loves to see that. God, I didn't ask for that. I wasn't expecting that. Look what it, and God's going, Jesus, Holy Ghost, Michael, angels, look at the look on his face. We got that one right. 
God loves to bless. The first thing <coughs> he did in Genesis 1.26, he says this, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness, to live like us and look like us and act like us and, and rule and reign like us. Let them have dominion over the fishes, the sea, birds of the air, the cattle over the earth, creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Thank God we've got authority over creeps. Just saying. That's a word for 2022. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. And have dominion. The first thing man ever heard was blessing. The first thing man ever heard, the first sound that ever went in the ears of a human being was the blessing of God. And there's a law of firsts. The first thing that happens is absolutely vital. Not long after that, we have the mess, and there's the whole flood, and there's Noah. And you know what? The first thing that God does when they come off the ark, he blessed Noah and said, be fruitful and have dominion. He said exactly the same thing. God said, if I'm starting again, we're starting again with blessing. The blessing of God. Proverbs 10.22 says this, The blessing of the Lord makes you rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. We've also got to get a, a, a scriptural understanding of what blessing is. It's a good thing, blessing. It's not a deceiving thing. Oh, you know what? It looks good, but really there's a barb in there. Mm. No, God just wants to bless. He's a blessing God. Noah was blessed. I mean, you can read through, we haven't got time for it today, but you can read through the whole Bible and find the blessing of God on people's lives. And I know we love this word, the blessing. We understand it. Galatians 3 tells us we are blessed and not cursed. And yet so much of the body of Christ is trying to deal with curses. And yet the Bible clearly tells me I'm blessed and I'm not cursed. We've got to get our mind on the right things. Psalm 5 verse 12, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. Any righteous people here today? <laughs> Blessings are on the head of the righteous. But listen to what it says, Psalm 5, verse 12. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Everybody say with favor. Amen. Say, you, O Lord, will bless my life with favor. <laughs> I hope you got your seatbelts on today. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous, and I know I put two verses sort of together there, with favor you will surround him as with a shield. If you read through the Bible, favor and the blessing of God are inseparable. The blessing and favor, it's a bit like faith and patience. Faith and patience are power twins. Faith and patience, you inherit the promises. You can't have faith without patience, and you certainly can't have patience without faith. But it's exactly the same type of a principle here with the power of the blessing and the power of favor. Favor is a powerful ally to blessing. So as we go into next year, we're not just talking about this is unprecedented blessing, we're talking about unprecedented blessing and favor because they're inseparable. The blessing of God and the favor of God is what God wants to show us in the coming season. 
It says in Proverbs 22, I won't quote it, but it says, if you have a choice between having a love for favor and a love for silver and gold, make sure you love favor. Make sure you love favor. And the inference there, and in fact the great instruction through the Word of God, is as we cry out for wisdom, we find favor and honor and all sorts of stuff. And as a result of that, all the blessing that people seem to hunt for comes automatically. See, the blessing of God, which is upon our lives, hand in hand with the favor of God, are indestructible, unshakable. Now, as we go back to Genesis chapter 12, in the Amplified Version, just listen to what God said to Abram. And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. Now, I know we can all look back at the favor of God upon our lives, but this tells me increase. Abundant increase of favors. That favor is to be ever increasing in our lives. We've just sung the blessing over each other. I don't know about you, but I'm not singing it to Jesus. May his favor be upon you. And I wasn't you to me. I was, I was singing over you guys. In fact, I really can't help myself. When I start singing that, I've got to turn around and eyeball a lot of you. And I was, and most of you didn't see me doing it, but I was, may his presence go before him, behind you and around you, and he's upon you and with your children, and, uh, and I'm speaking it over your lives because blessing and favor are the will of God for the church of Jesus Christ. And yet we've got to declare it, and we've got to prophesy it, and we've got to pronounce it, and we've got to fight for it, and we've got to battle for it, and we've got to prophesy it, and we've got to intercede for it, and we've got to declare it, and we've got to put our foot on the neck of the enemy that wants to try to steal it. Even though it's ours, we've got to do something about it. 2 Corinthians 9.8 God will make every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. Come on, you got your catchers out today. Anybody want to believe that one? Wow. <laughs> Psalm 84 verse 11, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Wow, now we know that's under the law. And he's taken our blame for us. The Lord is a sun and shield. He bestows favor and honor. Anybody want some of that this morning? Yeah. There's a lot being proclaimed this morning. Make sure you're getting it all. So we need to think about what is the blessing of God and what is favor. The blessing of God and I've heard this preached, and I've preached this for many, many years. The, the um, blessing of God is the empowering to excel, to prosper, and to succeed. It's an empowering thing. It actually comes from a Hebrew word, barak, which means the knee. And when God said, I will bless you, what he was actually saying is, I will kneel down to serve you with whatever you need. <whistles> I'm going to get into that next year because that is life-changing. Most Christians have the same reaction that Peter had. You mustn't get down and serve me, Jesus. I should be serving you. And you know what Jesus said? Unless you do this, unless you allow me to kneel down and serve you in this way, Peter, you have no relationship with me. Now that's for next year. That's a little taster of where we're going with the blessing of God. So we understand that the word to bless means to empower you. It means to strengthen you. It means to give you something for you to excel and to prosper and to succeed and to be raised up above the darkness and to, in the face of all hell, absolutely come out on top. That's the blessing of God. Anybody love the blessing of God? I love the blessing of God. 
So what's favor all about? Well, favor works with the blessing. If the blessing isn't empowering, then favor is the opportunity to excel, to prosper, and to succeed. See, favor is all about opportunity. The favor of God upon someone's life is, you could say this, being in the right place at the right time. It's having the right conversation with the right person. It's being there when you need to be there and not there when you don't need to be there. It's God orchestrating circumstances for us to walk into the opportunity for the blessing to empower us in those situations. I hope you're getting this today. See, to be blessed is the empowering, but the favor is the opportunity. I believe next year is going to be full of empowering, but it's going to be full of opportunity. Come on, if you want that, say amen. I'll have some of that. Come on. <coughs> See, how does this work? Think of the life of, um, oh, there's so much here. Joshua. Do you remember the time when he was down in the valley fighting? Now, he was completely blessed, which meant he was empowered to win. But he also had the favor of God upon his life. And they had Aaron and her holding up the man of God's hands that all the time he prayed, the battle went his way. And when his arms got weak, the battle went the other way. See, the, the favor of God and the blessing of God always work hand in hand. Psalm 44, verse 3, For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand, Lord, your arm, the light of your countenance, because you favored them. Can you see favor had a major part in the battles that they won? Favor, 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 favor. I've been thinking a lot about favor the last few days, thinking about just how favored. I've, I've told you how blessed I am. Not because it's me, but because I'm righteous. We can all say exactly the same thing. But I've been thinking about the favor of God. And I just went through, I just started to write down some stuff of just the favor of God upon our lives. If you read through the Bible, anyone who did anything in the Bible, the Word of God says they were favored by God. The favor of the Lord was with them. Now, favor is not favoritism. It's nothing to do with favoritism because we are all favored. We're all favored because we're all blessed. Even the Lord Jesus Christ grew in favor with God and men. Even Jesus needed the favor of God and he had the favor of God upon his life. He was blessed, but he was favored. And as we go into 2022, our faith has got to be on this. Our words have got to be prophesying this. Our hands have got to be laying hold of this. Been in the right place at the right time. I'm believing that every day for next year. I am believing God that doors are going to be open. I know I preached on this a few months ago. I didn't know we were going into a time of favor. I did a couple of three weeks, if you remember, was it? I don't know. It might have been last year, actually. Wow. About doors opening which no one can shut. That's the favor of God. I was thinking about all the times we've been blessed. We've... Oh, there's just been so many things. And I don't know about you, but if I hear people often when, when you know, people preach about favor or whatever, I think, yeah, that's because you're a pastor. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, you were blessed there because somebody said, oh, you're a preacher. I love your messages. Here, have a new suit. <laughs> Hello? Here, have a new car because you're a preacher. 
And you can dismiss, not with some attitude, but a lot, a lot of things happen to people, you know, because of their status in life. But I was just going through some stuff in our own lives that had nothing to do with our status in life. Because I don't want anything here today to be taken in a way, yeah, it's all right for you, Pastor Jay. It's all right for you. But I don't live in your world. I don't know the people you know. I haven't been in the situations that you've been in. I was thinking about the time when we were on holiday. And um, I loved it. I love these. I'm, I preached myself so happy this morning. As we went, we were over in, we had the, the honor and the opportunity to go away for a couple of months after. Uh, it, it was our 20th anniversary, actually, and we went away. We hadn't had a holiday for seven years anywhere. And so we went away, and we had the time of our life. But um, no, no but. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. So many things happened on that trip that were just incredible. Nothing to do with being a pastor or a preacher or anything like that. So, you know, for example, we went to a hotel, and we hadn't ordered, we hadn't arranged to have all the breakfasts. And, um, you know, the breakfasts were going to be stupid money each and whatever else. And we just thought, well, that's okay. We'll go down the road, get a bowl of cereal or something because we weren't going to spend out, you know, there's five of us. (laughs) Hello, I'm not spending $200 a day on breakfast. (laughs) Not happening. So we went there and, you know, as we checked in, there's a little envelope sitting in the, in the check-in thing by the keys. If I haven't got all the details right, Sharon, please don't correct me later, but it's just something like that because she'll remember all the details. But there's like an envelope there, and the guy sort of comes down. He said, oh, there's an envelope here, all of your breakfast vouchers for the whole week. Favor! Favor, 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 favor. That was the day. We also arrived in that hotel, and it was seafood day. And it was once a month, and I'm not big on seafood, but the rest of the family, especially Michael, loves seafood. And, you know, the other guys. And it was special in this hotel, special seafood day. All right? And we didn't know. We sort of go down, and we sort of say, have you got a table for five sometime this evening? And the bloke looks at us and goes, you must be joking. People book up for this for a month beforehand. And they come in from all over the place, not just the hotel guests. Because it's like, that's right, isn't it? It's like this huge thing. And so we're going, okay. And Michael's face just went. Because <laughs> he was looking forward to all of this stuff. And while we were just standing there, and we just said, haven't you got any space? And they said, no, absolutely not. This has been fully booked for over, over a month. Ring, ring. While we're standing there, the phone rings. And he says, excuse me a moment. He picks up the phone. He says, hello, can I help you? And, and he says, okay, and what time was that? And that was 6 o'clock. This was ten to, uh, about a quarter to 6. And he's like, 6 o'clock. And that was a table for 5, was it? Okay, fine. Uh, How many of you are there? We've just had a table for 5 cancel in 15 minutes. Boom! Come on, the favor of God! One time I was flying from Pakistan <coughs> out to Sharjah and back again. And I didn't realize because I was exiting Pakistan, we, I'd only had a single entry visa. And yet because I was going out the country and back in again, I wouldn't be allowed back in. And I needed to get back in to get my flight home. And I was going there. And so anyway, so um, it's like, oh dear. So in Sharjah, we had to go to the immigration office to get a new visa to get back into Pakistan. And the immigration office, that's, that's probably a more positive way of saying it <laughs> than it probably was. It was the, about half the size of the lounge there, and it had a little hole in the wall. No joke, about 18 inches square. No glass in it, just a hole in the wall. And like three million people trying to cram in, literally outside, just a a mass of people swarming around the place, trying to get through the door. Weird facts. This was in the days of faxes. Weird faxed in from Pakistan, um, from 
yeah, from Pakistan that we were we were going to have to do this and get a, a visa because we were coming out and going back in. So we went to the immigration office, couldn't get through the doors. I mean, it was absolutely like ants around a, around an ant, ant hill. And so anyway, I was with somebody else and, and we thought, okay, we'll just, there's no way two of us are ever going to get through these doors and through into the thing. So it was like, okay, well, I'll go. So it was like mosh pit. I like my mosh pit. So it's like, here we go. And I was getting through. And I was getting in. And we got in. And it took, it took a long time. You try squeezing through uh, like hundreds, no exaggeration, hundreds of stirred up people <laughs> trying to get their, their visas. And one little bloke just in the window there, trying to, trying to sort it all out. Anyway, I get up to the window, and I'm standing there, I'm shouting, I said, we faxed the office. Oh, yeah, right, fat lot of good this is going to do, isn't it? It's like, it like a cattle market in there. And so, you know, we faxed the office last week to say we're going to have to come in, and there's like, no one's listening, no one's interested. You're just shouting above everybody else. And I just look through, and I see my fax through the thing on a desk over there on a pile of papers. I mean, we're talking about paper everywhere. And there's my facts. And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to dive through this window. And so I did. I sort of got through and I grabbed this bit of paper and I said, my facts. Favor. Favor. And he said, all right, stamp, there's your visa. And I came out absolutely amazing. Well, then going back, and it was coming back from Sharjah to there to get the flight two hours later back home. And of course, probably actually three hours later, it was a three-hour sort of gap. And, um, and we'd given ourselves three hours, more than enough time, unless your flight is delayed by two and a half hours. So this flight was delayed by two and a half hours, which meant we arrived back at the airport half an hour before that international flight was coming home. So it's like, God, what do we need? We need favor. So we get on the plane and uh, we explain the situation that we need to get this flight out. I mean, half an hour to go through immigration into Pakistan to get the cases we'd left at the airport, go back out through immigration, you know, to check in and get on a flight and get home. So it's like, okay, God, we need your favor because that flight's not delayed and it was a 747 coming home. They're not going to delay it for us. So we arrive half an hour to go, about 40 minutes to go uh, before the flight. We come down the stairs. There's an army jeep at the bottom of the stairs waiting for us. We go, oh, who's this for then? Guys, that's for you. We get on this army jeep and they scoot us around the airport straight to the plane. They've already got our cases on the thing. Favor! Favor, 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 favor. We were on holiday. <laughs> and we were going, it sounds like we go to a lot of holidays. We really don't do that many. Um, and we were going to uh, a Hawaiian island. And we just sort of thought, you know what? I don't know if we thought this or not, but I just think God knows the desires of your heart. There are volcanoes out there. Two weeks before we arrived there, the, the volcano erupted. Do you remember the smiley face volcano? There's the smiley, it was on there about six years ago, five years ago, smiley face volcano. Well, that happened two weeks before we got there. People were trying to fly in from all over the world, and we'd already got there. <laughs> Favor! We got on push bikes, and we went out, and we stood on molten lava. Seriously, there was a crust, do you remember? And it, and it was black, and you could look down the cracks, and you could see the red. Absolutely amazing. The favor of God. The favor of God. You see, favor will get you wherever you go. You think all you're doing is boasting, Pastor Jay. You better believe it. You better believe it. Sharon and Michael were out just last week. They went to a, a spa. It was his 20th birthday, and, um, and they went to a spa got to be in and out in three hours. You paid for your three hours. Six hours later, they're still in there. They got double the time. Favor. Favor, favor, favor. They then did a go ape thing. 
and they had to get this, this sort of camera thing, the video camera, you know what GoAP is up in the things and the zip wires the, and the whatever else and they do all of that and they go around and then they find out that they hadn't done something with the video and the people said, do you want to do it all again free? Favor! The Bible talks about double portions. We got so many double things going on. Absolutely amazing. Favor, 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 favor. We had a takeaway from a restaurant once. And um, it wasn't brilliant. When they gave it to us, all the things inside had all turned over. Do you remember this? And it was like food was like in the bags. And this was apparently a stunning restaurant. And we weren't going in to eat there because it would have cost, oh, if you had a proper dinner, five of you, a thousand. Yeah, okay, something really, really nice. It's where Paul McCartney uh, had eaten and all those sorts of people. And we thought we'd just get a takeaway from the bar. And we just arrived there and it was like, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night or whatever. And they gave us this takeaway and it took hours to come. And then we had nowhere to eat it. It took, about, it took a long time to come, didn't it? I'm trying to remember. And then it sort of, not hours, but it took a long time to come. And then when it came, all the food had turned over inside and it was, it was just not, you know when you, you, you put your heart into something and then you think, well, that's a letdown. But God gives you the desires of your heart. So Sharon went back, not with some attitude. She just went back and said, listen, we're really disappointed with this because, you know, we just traveled for so long. Da, 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 da. And they said, are you here tomorrow? And Sharon said, yeah, we're here tomorrow. Well, we could be. Why don't you come back and have a full, a full dinner on us? And so uh, Sharon said, well, let me check my schedule, she said. <laughs> and, it's a, and so we did. We went back. And you know what? It was this whole restaurant overseeing the Grand Canyon, actually. But there was one head... Uh, table where is reserved for the, the elites. I mean, they told us this. And they said, we prepared that table for you, madam. I was like, oh, I'm glad I married this woman. She is so favoured. Man alive. The 35 years was worth it. And so we went and we sat at this table and they said, you can have anything you want off the menu, any drinks, any wine, any brandies afterwards. I'm not a brandy drinker, but anything you want, anything. So we had a three-course meal. That French onion soup, do you remember it? It was, it was, I had never had French onion soup like that in my life. It was absolutely delicious. And the kids felt like kings. And we sat there, and the bill came to just under a 1,000. And they said, all taken care of, sir. Favor! Favor, 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 favor. I have got so many stories and accounts of the favor of God. Nothing to do with me being a pastor. Favor. Abraham left everything. And yet within one chapter, he was the greatest man in the East. He left everything. Just think about that. He left everything. And within one chapter, says he was mighty in gold and silver and was the greatest man in the East. See, you've got to declare the blessing. The blessing is imparted as well. <coughs> Excuse me. The blessing's inherited. We've already inherited it. The blessing's got to be believed. You've got to believe it. Oh, Pastor Jay, you're just saying that the Christian life is all uh, just tiptoeing through the tulips, better roses. That's not what I'm saying at all. You need the blessing of God to go to war. Because the enemy wants to strangle the life out of you. But we're blessed. We're blessed. We are so blessed we just can't contain it. We're so blessed and we are so favored it's embarrassing. Blessed. And highly favored. Favor, just like the blessing is declared, confirmed, inherited, so conferred, inherited, believed, 
The favor of God is received by faith and outworked in your life. I'm going to close with this quote. It's not a scriptural quote, and there's all sorts of disagreement as to who said it. I don't care who said it. I like it. Opportunity is missed by most people because it often comes dressed in overalls and looks like work. That's a good way to end a message, isn't it? If favor is the opportunity of God, that God opens us for us, up for us, it's not just something always just on a silver plate. It sometimes comes dressed in overalls, looking like hard work. There's a lot of debate and discussion because of that huge push on socialism right now around the world, which is just going nuts. That there's equality is the thing to go for. But can I just say, we all have the same opportunity. Because I identify with what God has done for me. And God, Jesus is the Lord of my life. Gee, oh, come on, guys, don't, I don't want to lose you this late in the game. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Not circumstances, not age, not race, not, not um, economy. Jesus is the Lord of my life. And he will see to it that he opens doors for me that no one can shut. Isn't that good news? I hope you got something out of that today. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Look at someone and say, Blessed. And highly favoured. Come on, look at them with a smile on your face. Say, blessed. I'm so blessed. My head is blessed. My life is blessed. Because I'm righteous. Blessing is upon my life. And I am highly favoured. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray, shall we? Father, we thank you today for the incredible blessing of God upon our lives. You said to Abram, I'll bless you. With abundant increase of favours. Father, we thank you that your word says that Abraham is our faith father. The father of our faith and We thank you, God, for all the work you're doing in us and through us. Wonderful, God. We're overwhelmed with your goodness. And Lord, right now today, we start to put our faith to work for this next year of a time of unprecedented blessing and favor. We receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise today, shall we?